This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Sunday, 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 January 20th through January 27th, it's San Diego Restaurant Week. Eight days, 180 restaurants, lunches going from $10, $15, $20, dinners $20, $30, $40, $50. Make your reservation, SanDiegoRestaurantWeek.com. Thank you for choosing the Dine Local SD podcast. Visit DineLocalST.com for the latest in restaurant offerings. Here's your host, Nick Shinton. All right. Hello, hello, hello. It is the last week in January, and we're back with another episode of the Dine Local San Diego podcast. I'm your host, Nick Shinton, reminding you that it is San Diego Restaurant Week, uh, January 20th, which was Sunday, all the way through the 27th. Go to San Diego Restaurant week.com to make your reservations and search for uh, a great place to eat. So we're going to do like we do every week and kick it off with a farmer's market report. I got Joe Herman with me today. Joe, what is going on at the farmer's market? Hey, Nick. What's going on at the farmer's market? Well, the temperatures have warmed up, Mm -hmm. so we're not seeing any frost damage this week, and we're not seeing any wind damage either, but the Santa Ana's seem to be kicking up, so we're looking out. Uh, we're going to talk about some mushrooms today. We've been seeing really cool, interesting mushrooms from uh, particularly Murray Farms. We have a pink oyster, and then we have a fairy tale mushroom. So the pink oyster is something we've been trying to get a hold of for a while now because I, I know it's got some really unique, interesting properties. People say it almost reminds them of uh, like a bacon flavor. Sure, yeah. When you roast it up, you get those uh, kind of smoky, umami, you know, salted up flavor. Super cool. Really beautiful. Really beautiful. They, they look really pretty. And then uh, this fairy tale mushroom, they named it that because when it grows, it looks like it's out of Alice in Wonderland. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to describe. It's an oyster-looking mushroom, but it's got really thick stems. Um, and it's just it's a beautiful-looking mushroom. And, and so these two are cultivated, too. They're cultivated, correct. Okay, and that's coming from Murray Family Farms. Murray Family Farms, and he, he, that guy does all kinds of crazy berries and cherries, and right. He's got over like uh, three thousand like exotic fruits, just in small batches in his greenhouses. And now he's moving into mushrooms. Wow! Yeah. And then with two really unique varieties that people aren't really cultivating, right? And we're also kind of in the middle of a mushroom season here in California. Um, I know that we're seeing some California chanterelles, and those are a foraged mushroom. Correct. And what are we? In, we're also coming up on you know classic springtime flavor morels. Is right. another season that we're coming. Are we seeing any morels yet? Yeah, we're seeing morels. Um, they are imported. Uh-huh. They are beautiful though, and they're high altitude morels, so they're not going to have any worms or, and they're going to be less sandy. Okay. So, but we will be able. We will get into more of a domestic. Uh, that's uh, more sure. of like a springtime kind of right. thing. As soon as they start coming in here. In, in the United States, we'll be getting them. And then the chanterelles are coming out. Uh, they're foraged mm-hmm. uh, from a guy named Lou Mello and out of San Luis Obispo. And um, So that, uh, San Luis Obispo San and Lou Mello? Lou Mello. That's his name. Cool. Anything about... Uh, uh, he's, like, uh, he's an interesting guy. Um, I've never met him personally. I uh-huh. did a little reading about him. Uh, he's a Vietnam veteran. He's uh, He's been awarded the Purple Heart. So... Maybe one day I'll get to chat with him. That would be yeah, cool. I bet he's an interesting guy. Right, for sure. For, mushroom forager. Well, cool. Uh, so speaking of mushrooms, uh, Brandy, you've been selling these mushrooms out on the truck. Who's been buying them? Pretty much everyone. Wow. I've been very interested in the California chanterelles. Yeah. 
Um, most of all, juniper and ivy. Mm-hmm. I can't go anywhere else without them because juniper always buys them first. Yeah. <laughs> We've also been selling them to market, 910, Rancho Valencia. They always really yeah. like those. The usual locations. suspects who just really raid that farmer's market truck every time you guys bring it yeah, by, right? absolutely, yeah. And so you, uh, I heard you were telling me earlier, what are they doing with uh, the chanterelles of juniper and ivy? Because this sounds delicious. So they're just roasting them and pairing them with fondue. <laughs> what kind of fondue? Uh, Not he, chocolate, he didn't I assume. specify, but I don't think it matters because <laughs> I bet it would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever they choose. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Also, uh, Wiser Farms potatoes are coming back. Uh-huh. Everyone was really excited to see. I know we were waiting a while for them. I heard some of their crop got diseased, so we waited a little longer for them this year. Yeah, but super the, uh, big, long gap on those. Right. And the Alaskans, Ambrosias, uh, the German Butterballs, those are back too. Oh, cool. But the Alaskans are, you can't beat them. They're such a unique potato. What's unique about them? So they're bright yellow on the inside. They have mm-hmm. like a blush, like cameo outside, but they taste like sweet buttered corn. Sweet buttered corn, one of my favorite flavors ever. Yeah. And that, and so really a unique. That's the Wiser Farms Alaskan right. uh, fingerling potato, right? right. And a little interesting fact about those. They're called, they were called the Magic Myrna. Uh, Myrna, Myrna, M-Y-R-N-A, is the uh, wife of the farmer who was cultivating them. Mm-hmm. And that's what he named them first. And then they, they're from Alaska. And yeah, that's the deal. That's and awesome. now they're grow, growing them here in California. Right, Wiser Farms, Wiser Farms mm-hmm. is doing it. Mm-hmm. And so that's cool. You know, when you, you hear something that's been named and kind of has this lore that that like creates such a reaction from people, you know, it must be a really special, uh, you know, specimen of a vegetable. Yeah, I mean, I bet she loved them. Yeah, right. <laughs> so exciting. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys. That's going to do it for our farmers market report today. Uh, coming up in just a little bit, we're going to uh, get another visit from the Dine Local San Diego group. Thanks. So on this episode of the Dine Local San Diego podcast, we're going to take you on a little trip in La Jolla. Coming up in just a second, we'll be talking to Chef Augie Saucedo of Kobo in La Jolla, which is a fantastic secret little event space that specializes in all kinds of memorable events. Uh, but we're also going to take you to Harry's Coffee Shop in La Jolla. Uh, and from the Dine Local San Diego team, we have Ashley Brophy in today to tell us all about it. Thanks for having me, Nick. What a great segment for us to talk about La Jolla, um, especially with that follow-up. We're excited to hear more about that. So this week, we had the pleasure of dining at Harry's Coffee Shop in La Jolla, mm-hmm. um, and it's a gem. It's a part of San Diego that's been around since 1960. So um, they have locals. They have a really great atmosphere that is just irreplaceable, and it was beautiful to get to go there. And uh, three or four of us went, and we got to sit down, and the first thing one of us mentioned was, you know, this kind of feels like an East Coast diner. Like, I feel like I know everyone in here, and I'm a regular, and this is just part of my routine, and it's kind of like that moment to be away from all the craziness, because that's kind of what diners are like in the East Coast. Sure. It's just that moment where you have your breakfast before you go out there, and well, you... What time of day did you get to go over there? We were there around uh, 9 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. It's hustling, bustling hustling, in there? Bustling. Yeah, it's busy in there, but everybody was starting their breakfast today, t- together and uh, really embracing that. It was, it was really unique. They're open from uh, 6 to 3 p.m. 
Oh, wow. So, mm-hmm. And they do waffles. They do Belgian, Belgian waffles. All your favorites. All your favorite breakfast uh, foods. They do something called oatmeal pancakes. What? Yes. Oatmeal pancakes. So quite the breakfast. I mean, talk about getting your feed there with oatmeal and the pancakes together. Super heavy, but it'll fill you up and get you going for the day. Cool. Was that paraba's like something sweet? Like Yeah. They, oh, they have all sorts of toppings and really cool things there. Um, whipped cream. You can have your strawberries. Just real traditional favorites. They have over seven burgers on the menu. Wow. Yeah. All kinds of uh, concoctions and really cool toppings. So lunch fair too, not just all breakfast. Yeah, absolutely. For those people that love that lunch uh, for breakfast and things like that. Um, what I learned while I was there, which was really cool and kind of tied the whole story together, is after we all agreed, look, this really feels like a diner. We're loving this experience. It's really cool. There's a little about section. And we learned that Harry J. Rudolph Jr., he was the bat boy for the Brooklyn Dodgers. And when the Dodgers moved to L.A., he moved with the team to California. They brought the bat boy with them. They brought the bat boy with them. So that's why it has this incredible East Coast feel because he was the Brooklyn Dodgers bat boy. And um, so then he found this gem in La Jolla and he worked there like seven days a week. Like it was opening the door, like letting the people in and was so involved in it for quite some time that it left the mark and it didn't go anywhere. So it is a really neat story and it's just such a cool Gem in La Jolla and San Diego for that. It's just historically known and everybody loves it. So you, so the Dine Local San Diego team, we guys went out to lunch there and I th- you took a bunch of pictures oh, yeah, and absolutely. some videos. Now, what are you doing with all those pictures and videos? So pretty cool. When we go out to these Dine Local outings, we like to get in there, get firsthand experience. Uh, you can follow us on the Dine Local SD Instagram. We keep you uh, updated live. On and the also story. the hashtag Dine Local SD. You can always hashtag Dine Local SD. Then with those pictures, we create these beautiful um, cameras and they give you information on specials and dishes that are really popular there. We post all those on our Instagram. So you can basically look at a menu of San Diego on our Instagram and get all the details and everything you need. Uh, what's also really cool is you should subscribe to our newsletter. We send out a newsletter once a week and we put in those uh, really cool restaurants that we're featuring that week. So you'll be able to visit their website, see their menu, and it's all included on this beautiful little newsletter that comes. Um, so you could go dinelocalsd.com and you can sign up for the newsletter. You can see all our podcast the instagram and everything's listed there but when we go out there we really want to show them support we want to get first-hand experience not just from behind a computer screen or a friend of a friend and we want to really investigate so we had a great time and it was beautiful it was really really cool um worth seeing wow what a, what a way to spend your morning or your midday everybody check out harry's coffee shop in la jolla thanks ashley thanks take care All right, everybody, we're back with the main ingredient today. We're lucky enough to have Augie Saucedo of Covo La Jolla. It's an incredible event-based property uh, right in the heart of La Jolla, and it's just one of the most gorgeous hidden secrets in San Diego. Chef, welcome. Hey, Nick. Thanks thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely, Chef. And I've been lucky enough to know Chef for probably about 10 years now since— We go back. Yeah, yeah. A couple of— Oh, uh, what are the the chef showdowns way yeah, back in the day? Yeah, huh? Some fundraisers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. And so you've been at Covo now for about a year since they've opened, and Correct. this is a really unique space. And I'm so excited to tell our listeners about it today because uh, you guys do all kinds of incredible events there, from weddings to corporate events to even like a little quick boardroom meeting. And your role there is really making it special and. Uh, unique for your clients. That's right. So the unique thing about Kovo, like you said, is that it we are different from other places in La Jolla. There is no venue like like the one there at Kovo. Um, we we do high end events. We do weddings. 
Um, we do corporate events, uh, Christmas parties. Um, so if you haven't booked your Christmas party yet in January, come see us. <laughs> <laughs> Couple openings. There you go. <laughs> in February for your Christmas party. Exactly. Well, I'm certainly looking forward to the special produce Christmas or holiday party coming up soon. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing Valentine's Day. We're going to do Valentine's Day with live entertainment. So awesome. and that's and that's one of the things that we focus there on Kovo is we also do live entertainment. Yeah, so that's like on the weekends you can co catch uh, you know a show there. Exactly, and that's that's a free entrance. There's no interest to get in. Um, come on in. You sit down in our lounge. We uh-huh. have a stage with lighting, um, and the bands that perform there are just top notch. And do you do food for that? We do. We have a small lounge menu. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, uh, amazing cocktails, beautiful wine list. I mean, it's it again. I can't I can't tell you how great the place is. And what I think is really cool, and, what, and one of the reasons we, why we have you in today is, you know, not just is that event really special, special and memorable for people, but you customize the menus for people, right? I do. Well, we do. We have a, a kind of like a standard banquet menu that that I put together. But the real fun for me comes when I can sit down with you know the potential bride and groom, potential you know manager for a corporate uh, company, and sit down with them and just say. What can I make for you guys? Like, what what are you guys looking for? You know, that's that's the fun part as a chef. You sure. Know what I mean, and so like, let's say you know I was engaged or something, and I went to covolahoya dot com, yep. and I started an inquiry there, and then we I'd eventually meet with like a sales rep or something. And- yeah, you would want to meet with Cruz, who's our uh, we call her. What do we call her? She has a specific name, something architect. I can't remember off the top of my Experience head. Experience architect or something no, like that? No, it's something really funky, but it's cool. It's really cool. Anyway, she goes, you know, she's our sales director. Mm-hmm. And um, her and I love to sit down with, we we love that one-on-one connection with, with our guests that come through. Mm-hmm. And we love to sit down with them and we love to create menus and, and kind of let them see the floor plan. We give them a detailed tour. Kitchen is phenomenal. It's by far the best kitchen I've ever worked in. Oh, wow. It's got all, it's got everything in there that you can think of. That's cool. And so you must be really inspired when you talk to these guests and like, you know, really challenge yourself to make their experiences just as memorable as you possibly can. I look at it this way. I'm not there to meet their expectation. I'm there to exceed it. You know what I mean? I'm there to exceed it. I want them to come in and just be blown away by everything that happens. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, you know, you're not just, you know, just like the hair club, you're yeah. not just a, uh, you're not just the president, <laughs> you said the hair club. you're a client too, aren't you? Uh, yes, I am. I had the, the privilege, uh, and, and grand emotion of hosting my daughter's wedding there last Thursday, as a matter of fact. And, um, it, it was, it was, it was a unique experience. Wow. That's yeah. super cool. Um, and, and we did the same thing. My, my, my daughter and my, my new son now. Uh, came in and we sat down and I said, okay, what do you guys want? Like, what do you want? You know, what's, what kind of food do you want? How can we, you know, how can we make, I, it was funny because I had to take off my dad hat sure. and put on my chef hat. What would you do for them? Uh, a little bit of everything, a yeah. little bit of everything. Of everything. Um, you know, if I can give some shout outs, I have to give a shout out to specialty produce, you know, <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> for helping Unpaid, out. Unpaid, I swear. <laughs> Unpaid, unsolicited. <laughs> and if you don't shop with specialty produce, you need to. <laughs> right. Right. You're missing out. You're missing out. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was fun. It was a great time. Um, all my family was there. Friends were there. And it was just, you know, I, I got to see it from the others, the others perspective of, sure. not, you know, from the chef's perspective. So I, yeah. well, actually from both perspectives, because the day before we were prepping to get everything ready, um, with the, with the group of chefs that were helping me out that night, um, uh, which I can give a shout out to them too. Barry Schneider, Evan Cruz, you guys, you guys are wonderful. Oh, wow. Yeah. You got, had some real talent in there. Oh, yeah. 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 We had some of the cool. big boys in there. I had to, that was my daughter. I had to. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so going back to Kovo, so yeah, we, we, we do all that stuff, you know, high end weddings, we can do a wedding of, of, you know, 20 people to 150 people. We can do a stand up reception for 500 people, which we've done before. We did the Maserati event there last year. Oh, cool. Um, it was an amazing event. We had, um, lady, wa- ladies walking on stilts at the front entrance. Um, I mean, it was just an amazing, amazing event. Yeah, so, really an over the top venue for an over the top memories. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I can't, I, I can't. When you walk in, you feel like you're in Europe almost. That's how stunningly beautiful. beautiful isn't it? Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of like this old world club atmosphere. Yeah, kind of definitely, ex- definitely this exclusivity to it. Definitely, definitely. And like I said, on the weekends, on Fridays and Saturday nights, when we have our live entertainment, it's top notch. It really is top notch. Bands coming in. Um, there's, there's a, a specific, a specific performer who comes in. His name is Gino Cole. He's nephew to Nat King Cole. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I mean? I mean, it's like, it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> sure. And Natalie Cole. So there's probably some talent genes in that family. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely. Awesome. Well, Chef, thanks so much for sharing uh, everything about Kovo with us. That sounds like an amazing event. Uh, yeah, it's my privilege. Thanks for having me, man. All right. That's Kovo in La Jolla, guys. If you need to find out more about it, go to covolahoya.com and uh, check it out. It's a fantastic, memorable space for your next corporate meeting, a night out in the town Friday or Saturday night to go uh, check out some music or weddings or any other kind of private events. Yep, definitely. Come thanks. see us on Valentine's as well. Oh, there you go. Valentine's Day dinner. Yep, cool. Definitely. All right. Thanks, Chef. Thank you. Thanks for having me, man. All right. Hey, San Diego. Nick Shenton with the Dine Local San Diego podcast here, reminding you that San Diego Restaurant Week starts January 20th. Eight days, 180 restaurants offering lunch and dinner specials. Visit SanDiegoRestaurantWeek.com to make your reservation. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.